And the winner is... Wumi Masaku, his house. Anthony Hopkins, the father. Rux. Kosar Ali. Rose Glass, St. Maud. Remy Weeks, his house. Florian Zeller and Christopher Hampton for the father. Irone Gatilbai, Limbo. Nomadland. Chris Ahmed, Mogul Mowgli. Time of celebration, the Biffers 2021. Hi, I'm Max, and this is Flippy Wig. So, what are the Biffers? Here's one of the patrons, actor Jason Isaacs, explaining. They're smaller stories, sometimes quite big budget stories, but they're independently film uh, financed stories that are basically more complex, more human, more interesting, uh, and will touch you more, and that don't get the publicity and don't get the eyes on them often when they're kind of drowned out by a billion posters for Marvel movies. So, the point of the awards. Uh, and the point of the Biffers is to celebrate independent British film, but more importantly, not to celebrate, make you watch them because they're brilliant. Basically what he said, a time to celebrate, share and bring the most attention to some of the best independent films made over the last 12 months. This year, the presenter list alongside the host was definitely stepped up. I guess it's easy to get people to read out winners' names over Zoom and then in personal ways. Incredible actors like Zendaya, Riz Ahmed, Priyanka, Chopra Jonas, um, Emma Corrin, um, also Reggae Jean Pages, who's the Holt Wars from Bridgerton, join host Tom Felton and yes, he was Malfoy in Harry Potter to celebrate and award some of the best filmmakers and talent of 2020. We've got remote award presenters. We've got remote award winners. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. You're kind of relying on technology, Tom. It's such an honour to be here with Biffa and all of those involved in British independent film. This experience has shown me and the cast that we're not just any ordinary girls from the estate, we're more than that. It means a lot to us, thank you so much. They're the people whose job it is to bring their unique creative vision to the screen. You all deserve a mini tightly monitored celebration. Cheers and thank you. This week's podcast, we hear from the winners, the nominees, and I share my thoughts on some of the films you guys should definitely check out. First up is one of my favourite films of 2020, weaving the real-life horrors faced by asylum seekers with terrors altogether more supernatural. Director Remy Weeks' powerful debut stars Wumi Musaku and Shepe Dirasu. This psychological thriller is incredibly brilliant and will have you on the edge of your seat. Congratulations. You're being released as asylum seekers, not as citizens, not yet. You will be sent to a home of our choosing. You must not move from this address. We are good people. Whether or not you're good people, it's not me that needs convincing. It's a palace. This entire house is just for us. It's going to be nice. You're going to be happy. As long as you can get along, fit in. I'm joined now by the director, Remy Weeks, and Shepard Dirisi, one of the stars of the A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
film. Guys, congratulations. What an amazing year and a half with this film. Um, Biffers, Netflix. I mean, Remy, how are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, we all worked so hard and everyone um, on the team, like it sounds like, such, like a, probably like a cliche, but like we worked so well together and we all enjoyed working together. And when we finished finish shooting, it was really sad to end it. And so it's really exciting that um, that like someone, like it's been noted that all the hard work and all of us putting crews uh, together and, and making this film. Biffers has always been quite diverse. It's always represented a little bit different to others. Um, Shepa, for you, to be amongst so many different diverse women and men, is it just like optimism? Is it like, this is great. This is what our industry is supposed to look like. Yeah, this is what our industry is supposed to look like because the industry at definitely a grassroots level is diverse. I would love to echo something that Remy mentioned earlier, but I would hate for us to look at this moment and be like, great, we've achieved diversity. Let's move on. Let's not care about it anymore. Um, it's nice to think, it's nice that we are stepping in the right direction, but it can't be like, it looked like this this year and the next year look completely different. And whilst the Biffers are definitely leading the way in terms of their representation, um, it would be excellent if uh, other awards bodies took note and did recognise excellence for its excellence rather than because of what it looked like. And I think the other thing that's really important to note with his house is you made a, a genre film, right? It's a horror, it's a thriller. And it's not necessarily about having a diverse cast and specifically from one particular race or group. Do you know what I mean? Like, Remy, you had two leading black actors, which is very rare to see in a mainstream movie, but it is a mainstream movie. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I, it's why I make films, or why I want to make films, is to be able to but tell stories that come from, you know, um, a particular point of view, but open it, open it up so it can feel um, universal and it doesn't feel, people don't feel excluded by watching it and getting something from it. We did have two black leads, which is excellent. And it's a big testament to New Regency and Remy and- um, BBC. BBC in terms of, backing a project that had two black leads. There are not that many of them around at this scale. Um, and hopefully that's something that we'll see more of, you know? What's going on, Katie? Come on, you can tell me. Back then I was so lost. But now I'm transformed. And soon, everyone will see. Maud, he isn't real. He's everywhere. He's physically in me. May the Lord bless and keep you joy. Celebrating the Biffers this week on the Flip Your Week podcast, I'm Max. St. Maud, congratulations to the guys, especially to director Rose Glass, who was awarded the Douglas Hickok Award for debut director, which is such a big deal. And this was the moment um, that she was told. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Thank you very, very much. That's so exciting. Um, yeah, so I didn't think of anything to say. But, I mean, I've had the best time making this film and everyone's been incredibly supportive and wonderful. So just everyone, everyone who worked on St. Maud, particularly Oliver and Jerome, my producers, uh, Morvith and Jennifer for just being amazing and wonderful and fun to work with everyone um i've forgotten everyone casting crew you were just a dream to work with this is lovely british independent film awards it's one of my favorite times in the diary i'm normally freezing my ass off on a blue carpet because the biffa colors are like electric blue so it's not red carpet um and even though i'm freezing my ass off it's such a pleasure just to be in the hustle bustle and get to chat to some of the best fresh new talent in film this week's podcast is celebrating the big winners and the awesome films that you lot need to check out written and directed by rose glass um it's her first feature this british indie is a story of a hospice nurse who's afraid that she may have been possessed she gets dangerously close to one of her patients in her care a former dancer called amanda that she wants to save her from damnation so Soon enough, Maud is confronted by the dark beyond, subsequently exploring faith and madness as well as her own sins. I hope you're enjoying this week's podcast. I am having a blast. We are celebrating the Biffers. Um, two awards to say Maud. In a second, I'm going to be talking to the leading lady. We've already heard from Rose Glass, Morphid Club. But before I talk to Morphid, um, just a quick reminder, the biggest winner of the night was Rocks, a movie that we have supported so much at Flip Your Wig. Um, and I love the cast, the crew, all of them. We're going to be hearing from Kozar Ali, um, the, the girl that actually won two awards on the night and was just like so overwhelmed. Um, in total, like I said, film on five. So, um, it was definitely a big night for the rocks crew this is crazy um i was not ready for this i have no idea what to say right now though i'm joined by morphy clark the star of saint maud and um, morphid congratulations um this film is just constantly having new ways for people to rediscover it and i think biffers is definitely going to highlight it so many people were talking about it um last night on twitter it's just amazing because also i think like with horrors as well, it's so much about what the fans make of it and like what they get out of it. So I kind of feel I've been getting to know the film again by people seeing it. And also kind of in every different country, it's kind of people respond to it differently, whether kind of 
they look more into the religious aspect or kind of the loneliness aspect and things. So yeah, I'm loving that part of it. And also such a great character for you to play Morphid, someone to really get your teeth into. Um, Maud was this like girl under so much intense stress and choices and having to be vulnerable, but also, you know, this conversation that we're constantly having, you know, being kind, looking out for others, um, even when it means that perhaps you're going to be put under a little bit more pressure playing her did she change you did she make you sort of have self-reflective moments definitely um i i feel what what i found really difficult about certain scenes was there are scenes where it could have been so different if someone had just had the energy and the reserves or just the inclination to be nice and i know that i've been lacking in that at times and so i think it's definitely made me realize that the impact that tiny things can have on people and that the impact that a tiny amount of kindness can be huge so yeah I think and that's what is so wonderful about Rose what Rose wrote like it really stays with you and it definitely will stay with me and if you look at the big winners um at the Biffers this week it truly has been um a reflection of people wanting to see stories um from people that sometimes get forgotten sometimes get marginalized and you know, has it for you as an actress also made you much more aware that you're going to be quite picky with what you pick because you know that these stories can really inspire, empower and affect the world that we're living in? Yeah, definitely. And I also feel really lucky to be at a point where lots of work has been done so that, you know, films like St. Maud, His House, Rocks are being made. And that is just so vital. Do you know, I it was so important to me to kind of, as someone who kind of was rubbish in school and a bit all over the place, to read books, say about kind of Lyra and his dark materials or Ronya and Ronya the robber's daughter that kind of made me see myself. And it was easy for me to find myself in popular culture. And I'm really glad that now, and with independent film as well, that's where it's really happening. We're creating kind of a library for people where they can find themselves and that's so important. Also, as a side thing that I really love about St. Maud is the fact that um, you've got women at the helm. And I know this is a conversation that we're constantly having about inclusion, diversity. But I think in the horror genre in particular, men always have led. So for Rose to win um, debut director, for the film to win two awards, I just think it's a, it's a really good indication that the audience has celebrated, enjoyed and supported um, films made by women, which I think is awesome. Yeah, um... I kind of didn't really realise, I, I was ignorant about what horror was like really and I didn't realise it was so male kind of dominated. So I kind of just can't believe that I kind of found myself in a horror that was being directed by a woman and that definitely, I think, I don't know how I'm going to say this, but um, this isn't necessarily because Rose is a woman, but the environment that Rose created on set was so safe and open and she also has complete faith in other people's abilities in places that she doesn't have them and that as a working environment was amazing and that is why we kind of are in a film that is nominated in so many different categories because everyone was able and trusted to excel um and so yeah I feel just so lucky to have been on that set and it also protects you in the future because I've had an experience like that which I'll strive to get on everything so yeah, I'm just really grateful to have worked with her. And I'm glad that she's going to work with lots of people now that she's been recognised. 
Let me guess. Li- I live a perfect life. You live a perfect life. You okay, have a mom, bring your you dad, into my life. brothers and sisters. Life. You don't know what hurt is. bring you into my Can life. You f- shut up and let me speak. Rocks is set in Hackney and it allows us to see the world through the eyes of a teenager brought up in a tough environment. The film not only tackles hard-hitting subject matters like abandonment, but it also, at the heart, is about friendship and having each other's backs and never giving up. The two stars, Bookie and Kozar here. Kozar, um, wow, I'm so happy for you guys. And the thing that I think is really um, impressive is this was the first time for most of you acting. You were all very young. You were like 13 and you were expected to show so much vulnerability on screen. I mean, what's your memory of making the film? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm so glad I met them because they changed me for the better. Like the way I think, the way I, like how I believe in myself, how I see myself. They're just incredible actors. They're so creative. They're just, they're just beautiful. Like, oh, like they're my sisters. Like they were meant for me. You know, soulmates, soulmates are not only in a romantic way. I feel like friendships as well. And this person right here is my soulmate, literally. Like, I felt like I knew her. I felt like I knew her like before, like it's just a weird feeling I can't even explain. So I'm, I'm so grateful for them. I know talking to you guys over the last year or so, a few times I've got to know you and being in Rocks has introduced you to independent film, but there's a lot of other people like you that haven't actually ventured into this world yet. Um, is there anything you'd say to like your peers, like people that just literally go out and watch mainstream cinema and don't really get behind indie films? I would say that I'm not mad at you for for not supporting independent film because at times it can feel um, pretty in- inclusive. Like, um, and in terms of accessibility to independent cinema, I mean, I feel like we're so used to watching something that's so out of our normal. So I'm like, I'm not mad at you, but I really think works is something special. And independent cinema can definitely be a love for young people. Um, it's just a matter of independent cinema loving you back. And I thought that Rocks is independent cinema that loves you back and it loves you back like so, so much. Um, the narrative created by Teresa Akoko and Claire Wilson, um, I feel like it speaks to so many young people. And I feel like, like looking at Rocks, a lot of young people may not want to give it a chance because we're so used to a different type of narrative. but. And like once you once you give Rox a chance, and you're like literally captivated mm. by the talent on screen, by actresses like Corsali, and I hope people see that. I hope people see their significance and their importance. So where's Emmanuel? 
He's in Hastings. Hastings? Where's Hastings? 1066, by the Hastings. Yeah, yeah. fam, that's the only Hastings I know. Do you know any other Hastings? It's a beautiful puzzle film and for those of you that haven't watched it yet, shame on you because I've been telling you a lot about it for over a year. Um, it's currently showing over on Netflix so you can stream it as soon as you get a chance, maybe after the podcast. Um, it's it's tough to watch in parts and emotional and heartbreaking but it's also funny, full of love and joy and friendship so I highly recommend it and I'm so, so happy that it was the biggest winner at the British Independent Film Awards. Congratulations to the whole Roxbury family. They won five awards including the most important best British independent film and I think um, Tawida Bacon who plays Khadija in the film had the most impactful beautiful acceptance speech while all of the rest of the gang were on Zoom applauding in tears and just celebrating oh my goodness I just love to say thank you on behalf of the entire Rocks cast and crew for those who nominated us for the best British independent film and supported Rocks. I cannot even articulate how grateful we are to be accepting this award, especially since Rocks is more than just a film. It's a narrative of, you know, the peaks and troughs of sisterhood, centering the girls who are underrepresented on screen. It makes me even more overjoyed when I see that so many people are able to acknowledge and appreciate the truth and authenticity of this tale of friendship. Honestly, all those long repetitive hours on set and chaperones constantly at our necks, it was so worth it and I would do anything in the world to relive those moments. Experience has shown me and the cast that we're not just any ordinary girls from the estate, we're more than that. We are the future and we and all these strong independent women we've met from the crew have shown us that our postcodes do not determine our limits because we can come on top and we will. Thank you so much. Absolutely love her. Tawida Bacon, one of the stars of new movie Rocks, which is currently streaming over on Netflix. Congratulations to Teresa Ikoko, um, Sarah Gavron, um, everybody involved, Claire Wilson, all of the cast, Bookie, Kozar. This was definitely a, a project that was made out of passion. And a lot of times with independent film, they very rarely make a lot of money from these projects. It's more about supporting stories that don't get seen. Um, also showing people that we very rarely see in mainstream cinema, a diverse bunch of new actors. I have to say um, a big shout out to Teresa Ikoko, who I know this story meant so much to her. It was her story. She said, I wrote a love letter that loved me back. I love it. And um, Teresa's words, we are the future. Our postcodes do not determine our limits. So well said. Congratulations to all the Biffle winners. Um, St. Maud, His House, um, Remy Weeks is such an awesome director. Um, Limbo, The Father starring Anthony Hopkins, Mogul Mowgli Gang, Basam Tariq and Riz Ahmed. Their film won two awards, including Best Debut Screenwriter and also Best Soundtrack, which I know Riz will be really happy with because his music is just as important as his films. Also, another kind of award went towards um, Riz's work, which was Best Short for the long goodbye um, alongside Anil Korea and Tom Gardner. So congratulations to Riz, he had quite a night. Wow, thank you so, so much for this award. Um, it, it's, a, it's a real honor. The Biffa Awards um, mean the world to me because um, British independent film is a place where I think we as an industry and as a culture continue to take risks and, and redefine what Britain really is. And I think it's a really important time for us to do that. Um, particularly everything that's happening in the world, everything that's happening in the UK right now, it's a moment where we can 
really reimagine who we are and tell new stories about who we are. And uh, in that vein, I also really want to shout out Rocks, which I thought was just the most beautiful, amazing film. Um, and uh, love to see more of that. And I want to shout out Basam Darik, who really um, wrote this whole thing and, and just allowed me to kind of throw some ideas at him. Um, he wants to thank his wife, Aisha, for tolerating him throughout the, the writing process. And uh, I want to shout out my mum, Pulse Films and uh, BBC Films and all the team. The question seems simple, but the answer's kind of long. Britons are on board, had another cup of tea in that. But where my jeans are from, people don't really MC in that. Now everybody, everywhere, want their country back. If you want me back to where I'm from, I probably need a mat. No man's land yet, between trenches, no thing grows there. But it's fertilized by the brown bodies that fall for Britain in the war, so when I spit a puppy grows there. I find my own place in this business of Britishness. So stop trying to find a box for us. Mogul Mowgli, a journey of self-discovery, facing past traumas while scared of losing the life you've created, are just some of the many emotions you see Zed, played by Riz, go through while having vivid hallucinations, trying to come to terms with his life. Director Basan Tarek with Riz wrote this together and they really want to tackle some hard-hitting topics like race, perception, shame and heritage. I'd met Riz when I'd made my first documentary um, and it was playing in theaters and he was in New York working on uh, the show the, the Night Of. And I felt, man, like I saw these like, I, I saw these like young brown directors coming up. I was like, great, I'm done. <laughs> so like, I was like, I should, I should pack up my bags, I'm done, right? And it just, it's this feeling that you just have that there can only be one because you want to be the one that opens the doors. You want to, so there's this kind of this weird savior complex that I think some of us have. And I think we wanted to talk about that. We wanted to, that, that to be really, and I think, you know, it's, it's a funny thing where I think Riz and I really have, like we're both balls of anxieties in different ways. I think he's, he's a really energetic person and I bring my energy in different ways around him, but like I've got the same kind of anxiousness that he does. So I think that was something that we we're always contending with. And man, there's really no easy answer with it because the funny thing is that when you look at the industry, like Hollywood and, and these places, it's like whenever you, whenever I walk into a room to any of these things, it's always like, do you know Kumail Nanjiani? Do you know this person? Do you know that person? So it's always like, it's like, it's a funny thing where it's like, I can only like, I can only be associated with these other people. And, and that's okay because I also understand that it's like a lack of their own understanding. And I think people are generally sometimes uncomfortable with our stories. So I think what is important is that we all work together more with each other. And that's what I'm learning to do more and more. It's like, it's a really funny thing though, Max, it's because when you even look at like the film festivals, it's yeah. like when you get accepted into like an Asian film festival, like I don't want to play there, right? Like there's like this general feeling that I have to be there. Like, like, or if I read a review, it's like, I want to read reviews written not by like brown people. But, but I'm learning to upend that because at the end of the day, like what I'm realizing is that, wait, wait, that's the problem is that we're still looking for their approval. So, so much of making of this film was us giving ourselves permission to just make things for each other and also just make mistakes and not worry about, you know, because like not everything's really understandable to everyone in the film. And some people have been very clear about that. Like, we don't know what's going on here. And I actually kind of laugh and I like that. I'm like, that's, that's okay. It's not for you. And what do you think it is about Riz that makes him so special? Because he manages to do such diverse roles. I think it's his British Asian-ness. I think um, Riz would not exist in the American framework. I think Riz is a product of London. He's a product of Wembley. He's, he's somebody that knows his history. He knows the heritage of what it means to be a British Asian. Like any street that we walk down, when I, when I once visited him in London, 
uh, he was just like, we were just in in his car or we were walking, I forget. And we were in Southall and he was just pointing out, this is what happened here. And this is where this happened. And this is the Southall Black Sisters. And this is where this, and it was just like, so exciting to see him talk about this stuff. But when you walk these streets of London, I don't know if you feel this, but I felt it, but it's like on the same concrete, like there was, there's blood of your ancestors. There's the sweat of your ancestors. There's the packy bashing. There's all this stuff that's happened. And now you're able to take those steps with such confidence, with such swagger, because you know those, those, those uh, generations of resistance before you allow you to do it. And that's something that happens and exists in London. So when Riz walks into Hollywood, wherever Riz walks, he knows that that's what he's carrying behind him. Versus us here in the States, we're a bit white adjacent, I would say, and we're a bit like, you know, generally it's like people came, you know, from the States over here with, with you know, a better economic background and blah, 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 whatever, right? Like, so they had more upward, you know, mobility that allowed them to then, you know, schmooze with the white people and, and live in the suburbs. But so I think when we come into Hollywood, we know how to adapt and really blend into the whiteness in a really strong way. I mean whiteness, I mean like the mainstream white culture, right? Like in, in the mainstream power culture. We know how to we know how to interact in that world. But I think Riz Riz brings such a strong identity with him that he can't deny it. The director of Michael Mowgli, also the co-writer, Basam Tarek. Um, congratulations to him and Riz. What a big night for them at the Biffers. Two awards. Congrats to everybody, actually. Um, Rocks Crew, St. Maud, His House, um, and everybody else that was nominated. County Lions, Calm With Horses. I know not everybody wins at these things, but it's definitely an opportunity to check out and um, showcase independent films that sometimes you lot don't know about if you head over to flippywig.net the full winners list is there and also details on how you can watch all these films currently at home while you're in lockdown you can stream them online before cinemas all open again which i hope is going to be really soon guys don't forget to subscribe thank you so much for keeping me company we're literally i think is it episode four five i think it's four um i have no idea season two i've got another great guest for you next week they don't ever meet your heroes they do say that don't they but to be honest like wayne rooney became a really good friend of mine during my injury because he reached out to me um, and that's how, and he gets me tickets for the games. Honestly, it was fantastic. Who knew Wayne Rooney was such a sweetheart? I'm not telling you who next week's guest is. You're going to have to wait. But I can tell you, it was an awesome chat. So entertaining. Subscribe, catch up on all the podcasts you've missed. Guys, have an incredible week and I'll see you soon. Bye.